All right, mate. G'day. G'day. Are you all right? I'm strapped for time, mate, so no jokes. No jokes? No jokes. I had a good one too, but I'll do, do it next week, all right? Actually, I might even do it next week because I'm in Melbourne next week. So it's just a crazy couple of weeks for me personally. But game on Australia, presses on as it always does. You're, no, this is, a, this is a joke, isn't it? That you no, I, I, I do have a joke, but I can't tell. So this is, let's go straight into it, mate. Come on. Boom. Come on. Hurry up. Time is money, mate. I just feel weird. <laughs> I just feel weird. I'll find a better one for next week. I, I, actually, to be honest, I haven't got one. <laughs> <laughs> you kept pressing. I had to tell you the truth. So All right. Yeah, All right. Let's go. go. Come on. Attack commences in 60 seconds. Welcome to the Game On AUS podcast, Sans Joke. But uh, what is it, episode 104? 104, shut the bloody door, Pete. Yeah. Are you kidding me? 104. 104, bloody hell, this is happening. Hey, uh, look, a little bit of a shorter podcast today. We're a little bit strapped for time as we record this on Thursday, the 15th of November. It is a beautiful day in Perth. Hang on a sec. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. Oh, that's great. Uh, look, uh, we're going to catch up with Justin Vingerhoots. He's the lead producer of Arena Esports and also Kanga, which is participating in DreamHack at the moment. It's a big deal for Paladins. We'll tell you more. And also, we'll talk to you about the Game Awards, the international ones, and reveal yes. our very special end-of-year promotion, yes. the 12 Games of Christmas, buddy. Yes! Tell you what, listening to that wonderful uh, intro, probably the best uh, podcast intro of any podcast in the world, that song. Oh, probably. That, probably. Definitely. And uh, hearing your dulcet tones reminds me of that video I put up yesterday at Game On AUS Facebook page oh, of the, the big Pete Corelli <clears throat> yeah. ripping out tree to right yep. to a, a, George a, a crowd of middle-aged, uh, 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 particularly women, yep. who were just frothing over the man with a big afro on stage. Can you blame them? Giving it his all. What the hell is that? Can you blame them? I think, oh, there's lights going off in the studio at the moment. I think um, that's just the, the fire alarm test. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so it's not really a fire? Not really a fire. <laughs> the only fire is happening right here in the right. studio, bro. <laughs> and on stage last Friday night. Oh. A boom! A boom! <laughs> hey, uh, welcome. My name is Pete. My name's Dan the Internet. And for the next, well, probably half hour, we're going to bang on about gaming because we just bloody love gaming. And Dan. Pete, what else do we bloody love? Oh, bloody gaming, Dan. Bloody gaming. Bloody gaming. Big thanks to our mates over at Pearly Computers, our tech sponsor. They sent us uh, a care package this week. A oh, care mate. package. A care, okay, good good title for it yeah. too. Yeah. Um, and uh, look, we're going to set a couple of things aside from that care package mm. for 12 games of Christmas. Mm. Now, GameOnAUS.com, there's plenty of reviews and news and all sorts of stuff going up on there, uh, including our review in progress of Battlefield Five. And we're going to see the review very soon for Fallout 76 up there as well. Mm. Um, but uh, far out, Dan, mate, um, there's a couple of things that we just have to cover off this week. Oh, hang on a sec. Oh, there we go. Oh, button. Far oh, out. The old button thing. Good one, you bloody banana. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
top three things that gamers need to hear this week. Actually, I've got a top four this week. So oh, what? I've got one too. I'll go. I don't mind. Is it your joke? No, I still suck at Fortnite. I played oh, last mate, night and I am bloody. still awful at it. No. <laughs> go. You are a jerk. <laughs> uh, no, look, the number one, right? And let's get into this right off the bat, yep. okay? Game on Australia's 12 Games of Christmas. Oh, mate. Brilliant. Uh, 12 Games this. of Christmas. This is a promotion we're putting together yep. with a big hand from a lot of the great publishers and developers, peripherals, products um, from around the country and around the world that have come together and said, yep, we're going to give you guys a hand. Yes. Top of the tree, Dan, top of the bloody tree. Is the star. Yep. Which is? Xbox. <sighs> yes. And can I just tell you that the good people at Xbox. Yeah, great people. The great people at Xbox. Yes have sent us an Xbox One S 500 gigabyte <laughs> with 12 months of Game Pass subscription. I wish you hadn't said that because I was planning to swap it out for my old Xbox One. Yeah, <laughs> so let's look, look. That is brilliant. We'll give you just a little taste, right? This is how it's going to work, right? So the 12 games of Christmas. For the 12 days leading up to Christmas Day, so yep. that's like the, the 12th through to the 24th, Yep. every day you are going to find a picture of a Christmas tree on the Game on Australia Facebook page and through GameOnAUS.com and everything, right? Yep. On that Christmas tree are 12 baubles. Yep. Little trinkets, the round uh, decorations that sound Christmas trees. Each one of those baubles will have a brand on it. It could be EA, could be Bethesda, could be Bandai Namco, 2K, uh, Wicked Witch Software, Xbox, even United Gaming Australia. Yep. Our good mates over there, Bryce, yep. has sent us a little something to put on the tree as well. Great. Right? Great. Every day throughout the 12 days, yeah. one of those baubles will spin to reveal the prize. <laughs> then on Christmas Day, yeah. every hour from 7 a.m. Australian Western Standard Time on the hour, we will reveal a winner from the Game on Australia community. A recipient of a, a recipient Christmas present. Of a Christmas present. From Game on AUS. Merry in Christmas. <laughs> Can I just say, here's some of the things that are already on the Christmas tree. Yeah. United Gaming Australia has pledged a copy of Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, well, that's a gift in itself. Your choice fantastic game. of Xbox or PS4. Great. Xbox we've mentioned. Wicked Witch Software is sending us an AFL Evolution 2018 season pack. Uh, EA has sent us a code for Unravel 2 on oh, Xbox sweet. One. Yep. 2K have sent over 2K Playgrounds and Xbox and Carnival games on PS4. Oh, awesome. Yes. Right. Um, Bethesda are looking into some merch. Yeah. Can I tell you, Audio Technica are also interested. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Yes, my friend. Yes. Yes. Maybe something from Capcom, PLE Computers. And we'll fill in the blanks where we have to. Uh, well, we could come up with something. A signed picture of you and I. Oh, well, that's... <laughs> Did anybody say booby price? <laughs> and the beauty, you know, say, for example, I got the PS... Let's say I won, which I'm not going to, obviously. Let's say I won the PS4 thing. What? I've, I've got an Xbox. I just re-gift it. Yeah. Boom! I'm still a hero. Couldn't agree with you more. Yeah, you are an absolute hero, mate. <laughs> so, Keith, this is what you need to do, Okay. You listening to this right now, you need to go to the Game on Australia podcast. You can find it either on iTunes, Apple, podcastone.com.au, yep. right? And make sure you are subscribed to our podcast that you're listening to right now because we will be giving updates over the next few weeks. Yes. You also need to be a member of the Facebook community. Yes. All right? Like Game, the page. Like the page. Game on AUS, Game on Oz, on Facebook, or if you check at Game on AUS, all one word, 
right, on Facebook. You'll search that. You'll find us, yep. right? Yep. Facebook members are the ones that are going to win these prizes. Mm. It's as simple as that. And that's all you have to do. Mate. This is literally the games industry helping Game in Australia say Merry Christmas to you guys for being bloody awesome, bloody for being awesome. on your best behaviour as gamers yep, exactly. throughout, the, throughout the year. Yep, for, for bloody loving gaming the way that we bloody love gaming, the way the games industry bloody loves gaming, Pete. Oh, we bloody love gaming. Bloody love it. We bloody love it. Hey, uh, awesome. let's move on to the top three things that gamers need to hear this week. Number two. Yep. Right, because I know you've got like four minutes before you have to bugger uh, off. Let's make it six. I'll be two minutes late. Six minutes. Good man. Yeah. Uh, the Game Awards 2018 nominees have been revealed. Now, last week we mentioned, and not to get confused with this, the Australian Games Awards. Yep. This is a separate thing. Yep. This is the big international one mm-hmm. where for you know years and years and years and years and years, they've been building to what is essentially the Oscars of the games industry, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the Games Awards 2018 nominees for Game of the Year have been revealed. Mm-hmm. Shall we go through them? Yes. All right. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yes. Ubisoft. Uh, Celeste. Now, this is a 2D platformer that's made its way in from a company called Matt Makes Games. Oh, cool. It's just, uh, it's it's an incredible I'm not, game. I've never played it. No. I've never played it either. Celeste. I've never heard of it. Is it C-E-L-E-S-T? Yes, it is. Boom. Celeste. Okay. Monster Hunter World from yes. Capcom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marvel's Spider-Man. Oh, of yep. course. So, Absolutely. superhero game in there. Insomniac Games, SIE. Mm. R.I.P. Stan Lee, by the way. Uh, R.I.P. Stan Lee. You legend. Bloody legend. Uh, last two. Save the best till last. Mm. God of War. Mm-hmm. Santa Monica Studios. Boy. Boy. <laughs> Boy, are we going to win that award. Yes. And Red Dead Redemption 2. Rockstar well, Games. Well. Yep. Well. Well. Right? Yes. Now... Red Dead Redemption 2 and God of War have both topped the pool of nominations with eight each okay. for various things across uh, across all of this. It's just an extraordinary year. Looking at that list alone, right, it, it wouldn't have been easy to come up with that list because there are so many other games oh, throughout yeah, the year that have been released absolutely, that could make it on there. Yeah. Which, in particular, makes me really interested in going and finding Celeste and giving it a play. For a game that Couldn't you and I have more. never heard of Could before, not agree more, yep. to pop in there amongst all of these, yep. when there are all these other games that were released throughout the year as well, yep. I mean, far out. That is an extraordinary effort. Absolutely. And uh, I think it speaks volumes that a little game like that, which sounds like a little game to me, based on this baby, what, Matt, Matt, Matt makes games, is that right? Matt makes games. Yeah, so yep. it clearly sounds like a uh, small independent publisher. To get a game in the top five. Yeah, absolutely. Um, best ongoing game, just quickly, Destiny 2, Fortnite, No Man's Sky, Overwatch. Now, that's interesting. No Man's Sky? No, no, no. The, the category, best ongoing game. Because yeah. that's true. Yeah, it, it is. Like, Fortnite's a beta game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, huh. Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. Fortnite's a beta game. You know, because it's always in beta mode. Like, whenever you load up the game, it says beta. Really? Yeah. On Xbox? Yeah. It's out of beta for... Really? For PC? I see beta every time I load it up, beta. Are you sure? I'm positive, man. Are you sure? Don't question me. No, you, you, need, me to, no, you need to check this. I'll check tonight. it. Check I'll, this I'll, again I'll tonight. Screen grab it and send it check off to my Facebook screen. page. You do that. You bloody check it out. Um, best ongoing game. Best game direction. A Way Out. Detroit Become Human. God of War. Marvel's Spider-Man and Red Dead Redemption 2. And I'll just finish off with best narrative as well. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah. God of War. Yeah. Octopath Traveler. Red Dead Redemption 2, and Return of Obradin. 
which I have to go and have a look at as well, by the looks of things. Yeah. So, mate, um, oh, by the way, Christopher Judge as Kratos in God of War yeah. uh, is best nominated for Best Performance. Yes. Yes. Boy. <laughs> Roger Clark as Arthur Morgan in Red Dead Redemption 2 is nominated for Best Performance as well. Well, that's, i tell you what, having, I haven't played God of War, but I've played Red Dead, obviously, and man, one of those guys is going to be an unlucky winner, unlucky yep. loser. Because you, in any oh, yeah. other year, I would have won it hands down. Oh, hands down. Hands down. Absolutely. The emotion, the, the range in their characters throughout those two games. Just spectacular. Um, just quickly, best independent game as well. Now, Celeste from Matt Makes Games is in there. Yeah. And you've got to think, if yeah. it doesn't take out game of the year, it's got to be taking out best independent game. Let's bring the bookies now and put yeah. let's put a mozza on that. All right, <laughs> just drop it. I'm just I'm not I'm not a rocket scientist by any means, but mate, that is late. That's a clear winner. Yeah, yeah without a doubt, <laughs> without absolutely a doubt. without a doubt. So look, the full list of nominations is live online right now at gameonaus.com if you want to go and check it out. But Dan, I know you have to take off. Well, okay, so I'm going to go yep. and leave this in your capable hands because mm. you're a legend. Good luck. So we've got one more bit of news. Yeah. Before we get to that one more bit of news, um, which, by the way, just quickly, is an interview with Justin Vingerhoot. Oh, right, yeah. From He's the lead producer of Arena Esports, and he's from Kanga Esports as well. Yeah. Um, the Paladins Australian team have made it into the top eight for a $300,000 prize pool at DreamHack Atlanta. Oh. This is an extraordinary achievement. Absolutely. Just is. extraordinary. They play this weekend the uh, over the 17th, 18th of November. Yeah. Um, we're going to catch up with him to talk all about it as the top three bit of news. And well, mark my words, if it was, let's say, it, maybe not this year, but let's say in five years' time this happens again, it's yeah. be all over the news. Yep. Because if you imagine a um, the, is the Australian soccer team, the Socceroos, making the top eight in a World Cup. Ah, oh, just extraordinary. Well, you would what happened wall when to wall they made coverage. The, the, wall to wall coverage. What happened when they made the top sixteen? Yeah. You know, oh, like yeah, the, the still, round of sixteen back yeah, in two thousand. Mind you, that still breaks my heart. So. It's hard for me because I'm Australian, oh, no. yeah. but I'm, I'm <laughs> going to tell you background. Tell you, yeah. so, hey, 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 it's, I, it's part of the uh, game, eh? Hey, you've got to kick out, eh? <laughs> hey, you've got to kick out of the World Cup, eh? Uh, we win, and no problem. Um, oh, man, I can't wait to hear this interview because I wasn't there for it, so it sounds great. Um, before we do, just yes. to, to round out a little bit of time um, for the, the beautiful people listening to this across all of our partners and platforms. Um, I'm going to actually play the 10 minutes of the Game Awards announcement for the 2018 right. nominees, the announcement featuring Jeff Keighley. And I will just say, I have heard back from the team that represents Jeff Keighley as of this morning. We're working on an interview with him. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we love you, Jeff. We love you. Yeah, my, not, not, the Jeff, Jeff. not the Jeff gives me a swing. That kind of way. It's more like just the excitement of that talking to me. Yeah. Um, so, Dan, you can bugger off. Thanks, mate. Uh, all right. Goodbye, all. Goodbye. Have a great week in gaming. Yeah. Don't forget to save. Put yeah. that in later, all right? Oh, no, <laughs> Are you going to keep that sneeze in at the beginning? Yeah. Surely. Of course I am. Yes! <laughs> Gamers! <laughs> the Game on Australia podcast. Uh, we'll be back with Justin Fingerhoots in just a moment. Here is uh, the Game Awards 2018 nominee announcement with Jeff Keighley. On December 6th, worlds will change when we celebrate video games together. Hey everybody, I'm Jeff Keighley, the creator and host of the Game Awards, and welcome to our nomination announcement for our fifth annual show, which streams live around the world on Thursday, December 6th. 
It has been a special year for games, esports, and content creators, and on December 6th, we are going to celebrate the year's best in grand style. Of course, we'll also give you a sneak preview of where games are going in the future with some surprise new game announcements and world premieres. Trust me, it's going to be an incredible lineup. Much more on that front soon, and make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Game Awards for constant updates leading up to the show. But right now, we are going to focus on announcing the nominees in all the major categories. Like last year, you can help select the winners by choosing your favorites at thegameawards.com or via Twitter DM, Facebook Messenger, Amazon Alexa, Google Assistant, and even on the Game Awards Discord server. So let's get to it. Here are the nominees. For Best Game Direction, the nominees are A Way Out from Hazelight Studios, Detroit Become Human from Quantic Dream, God of War from Sony Santa Monica, Marvel's Spider-Man from Insomniac Games, and Red Dead Redemption 2 from Rockstar Games. For Best Art Direction, the five nominees are Assassin's Creed Odyssey, God of War, Octopath Traveler, Red Dead Redemption 2, and Return of the Obra Dinn. For Best Score and Music, presented by Spotify, the nominees are Celeste, score by Lina Rain, God of War, score by Bear McCreary, Marvel's Spider-Man, score by John Pisano, Nino Kuni 2, score by Joe Hisaishi, Octopath Traveler, score by Yasunori Nishiki, and Red Dead Redemption 2, score by Woody Jackson. In the category of Best Performance, this year's nominees are Brian Deckard as Connor, Detroit Become Human, Christopher Judge as Kratos, God of War, Milisanthi Mahout as Cassandra, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Roger Clark as Arthur Morgan in Red Dead Redemption 2, and Yuri Lowenthal as Peter Parker, Marvel's Spider-Man. Best Independent Game, the nominees are Celeste from Matt Makes Games, Dead Cells from Motion Twin, Into the Breach from Subset Games, Return of the Aubra Dinn by Lucas Pope, and The Messenger from Sabotage Studio. This year, the five games selected for Best Esports Game are CSGO, Dota 2, Fortnite, League of Legends, and Overwatch. Best Narrative is a category that celebrates the best stories in games. And this year, the nominees are Detroit Become Human, God of War, Life is Strange 2, Episode 1, Marvel's Spider-Man, and Red Dead Redemption 2. Games for Impact recognize a thought-provoking game with a profound pro-social meaning or message. The nominees this year are 1111 Memories Retold, Celeste, Florence, Life is Strange 2 Episode 1, and The Missing, J.J. Macfield and the Island of Memories. In the category of Best Audio Design presented by Dolby, the nominees for 2018 are Call of Duty Black Ops 4, Forza Horizon 4, God of War, Marvel's Spider-Man, and Red Dead Redemption 2. Best Debut Indie Game recognizes a small studio's first project. This year, the nominees are Donut County by Ben Esposito, Florence by Mountains, Moss from Polyarch Games, The Messenger from Sabotage Studio, and Yoku's Island Express by Villa Gorilla. Best Mobile Game. The nominees this year are Donut County, Florence, Fortnite, 
PUBG, and Reigns Game of Thrones. Best VR AR game for virtual or augmented reality titles. The nominees are Astrobot Rescue Mission, Beat Saber, Firewall Zero Hour, Moss, and Tetris Effect. This year, your choices for best action game are Call of Duty Black Ops 4, Dead Cells, Destiny 2 Forsaken, Far Cry 5, and Mega Man 11. Best Action Adventure Game, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, God of War, Marvel's Spider-Man, Red Dead Redemption 2, and Shadow of the Tomb Raider. The nominees for Best Role-Playing Game are Dragon Quest XI, Monster Hunter World, Nino Kuni 2, Octopath Traveler, and Pillars of Eternity 2, Deadfire. In the category of Best Fighting Game, the nominees are Blaze Blue, Cross Tag Battle, Dragon Ball Fighters, Soul Calibur 6, and Street Fighter V Arcade Edition. Here are the nominees for Best Family Game. Mario Tennis Aces, Nintendo Labo, Overcooked 2, Starlink Battle for Atlas, and Super Mario Party. In the category of Best Strategy Game, the five nominees are Battletech, Frostpunk, Into the Breach, The Banner Saga 3, and Valkyria Chronicles 4. Next up, Best Sports Racing Game. Those nominees are FIFA 19, Forza Horizon 4, Mario Tennis Aces, NBA 2K19, and Pro Evolution Soccer 2019. For online gameplay, the best multiplayer nominees are Call of Duty Black Ops 4 from Treyarch, Destiny 2 Forsaken from Bungie, Fortnite from Epic, Monster Hunter World from Capcom, and Sea of Thieves from Rare. Esports has had an incredible year in 2018, new leagues, new events, and record-setting viewership. This year, the Game Awards has expanded our esports categories. Here are your nominees. In the category of Best Esports Player, presented by Omen by HP, the nominees are Dominique Sonic Fox McLean, Hajima Tokido Taniguchi, Gian Uzi Zihao, Alexander Simple Kostilin, and Bank Jonik Sunghang. For Best Esports Team, the selections for 2018 are Fnatic, the League of Legends team, Astralis, the CSGO team, Cloud9, the League of Legends team, London Spitfire from the Overwatch League, and OG, Dota 2. For Best Esports Coach, the nominees are Reaper from Cloud9, Zonic from Astralis, Dylan Falco from Fnatic, Yamato Cannon from Team Vitality, YNK from MIBR, and Passeril from OG. For Best Esports Event, recognizing the biggest and best event of the year, the nominees are the Overwatch League Grand Finals, the League of Legends World Championship, E-League Major Boston 2018, the International 2018, and EVO 2018. Another new category is the Best Esports Host, and those nominees are Ifia Shox Di Potere, Alex Machine Richardson, Paul Redeye Schaliner, Anders Bloom, and Alex Goldenboy Mendez. The nominees for Best Esports Moment are OG's massive upset of LGD at the Dota 2 Finals, KT vs. IG's base race at the LOL Worlds, C9's comeback win in triple overtime versus FaZe Clan at E-League, G2 beating RNG at the League Worlds, and Sonic Fox's side switch against Go1 in DBZ at EVO this summer in Vegas. Content Creator of the Year is a category 
to recognize an individual who has contributed to the community throughout the year. The nominees this year are Dr. Lupo, Myth, Ninja, Pokemon, and Willyrex. The best student game recognizes young students around the world, and these games, the winners are going to be judged by a special panel that include Todd Howard, Hideo Kojima, and some other incredible game designers. Those nominees are Combat 2018 from Inland Norway University of Applied Sciences in Norway, Dash Quasar from UC Santa Cruz, Jira from DigiPen in Spain, Lif from iStart Digital in France, and Recharge from MIT. The nominees for Best Ongoing Game are Destiny 2, Fortnite, No Man's Sky, Overwatch, and Rainbow Six Siege. And finally, it is my honor to announce to you the six nominees for Game of the Year, celebrating the absolute best in creative and technical achievement from games released this year. Those nominees are Assassin's Creed Odyssey from Ubisoft Montreal, Celeste from Matt Makes Games, God of War from Sony Santa Monica, Marvel's Spider-Man from Insomniac Games, Monster Hunter World from Capcom, and Red Dead Redemption 2 from Rockstar Games. And those are your nominees. You have a chance to help select winners in all categories by voting for your favorites through December 5th at thegameawards.com and across a variety of other platforms. Now, in the weeks ahead, we will have much more to share on the world premiere, special guests, and other surprises. You can follow us at the Game Awards on Twitter for updates and tune in live everywhere on December 6th for the Game Awards. I can't wait to celebrate. I hope to see you then. Oh, that sounds exciting. There you go. That is the nominations, the complete nominations by the voice from the man himself, Jeff Keighley, for the Game Awards for 2018. Good luck to them all. All right, let's get to our last bit of news that gamers need to hear this week and catching up with our man, JV. It is my absolute pleasure to be joined by Justin Vingerhoots. He is the lead producer of Arena Esports and also from Kanga Esports, who are doing just incredible things. We, in fact, bumped into each other uh, a couple of weeks ago at PAX over in the Eastern States. Of course, we're here in the West and uh, thought, you know, we've got to have a bit of a chat. We will talk about what's going on in Atlanta. But, Justin, welcome to the Game on Australia podcast. Thank you very much. Thanks heaps for having me. Mate, uh, look, a lot of the people who listen to this podcast, yeah, they're your average gamer, and they don't mind me saying that because they know it represents a beautiful thing. So a lot of them have often never heard of uh, a lot of the people that we speak to or the things that they represent. Let's start a little bit with Arena Esports. Can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. So Arena Esports is a half-hour television uh, esports news and current affairs show. So unlike a lot of the other shows, which uh, your viewers may have heard of uh, around Twitch or or Facebook, YouTube, anywhere uh, along the internet, we're actually a broadcast television show uh, that that gets made here in um, Australia and, yeah, gets gets pretty much goes to air around the whole entire world and mate when you you you're dead set on the money when you say the whole entire world you guys are up past what 30 40 countries yeah so we we're sold uh internationally yeah to well over 30 countries so we're we're really big across canada we're really big across southeast asia parts of europe 
uh, even ESPN in Brazil. So our show is, yeah, everywhere. And e- it goes to air in, in, in over five different languages, would you believe? So, okay. And, and what happens? Do you send your... Let, give me one of the different languages. Just give me an example of one. Uh, well, Spanish. Okay, so you send your um, you send Arena Esports the taping uh, once it's edited and all that over to Spain, and then they dub over the top of that. Is that how it works? Yeah, so we provide them with the scripts of the show, and then from there a translation happens. They get their own voiceover artist in and essentially do what we do, but in their language. Have you um, seen Have you seen those episodes where they're doing it in their own language? Is it a bit weird? I have, I have. I've seen the German one very recently, and I lo- you know what? I love it, because if there's, well, there's one thing in arena esports that we really pride ourselves on, is not only being diverse in culture, esports culture from different places around the world, but also diverse in the, in the games and leagues that we show. Yep. So the fact that we're across the world in multiple languages is exactly what arena esports is all about. And, mate, you know what? That, that is esports and gaming in a nutshell. I mean, if, if particularly the way online... Uh, gaming has evolved over time. You know, you you could be speaking to anyone from around the world. And, mate, I know me personally playing online games. I've got friends of mine that live in all sorts of countries around the world. Gaming is that diverse community-based culture. It's a beautiful thing. It is. It is a beautiful thing. It's um, it's something that the world has has embraced, and it's not going away. Gaming's not going away. Esports isn't going away. It's time... If you're not on board, if you're not in it, it's time to get in it. Now, tell us about Kanga. This brand is going from strength to strength. And may I even say bounding, my good friend, bounding. <laughs> yes, Kanga Esports is going uh, above and beyond. A lot, of, a lot of people in Australia might recognize them from the, the Overwatch Contenders playoffs that happened uh, over in Melbourne. Um, so they had their Overwatch team there. We've got a couple of guys in the in the fighting game community scene which have gone to big events like um, BAM10 to compete against some of the world's finest esport athletes. Uh, but but more to the point, uh, their Paladin squad is currently overseas in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, at DreamHack, uh, competing for a three hundred thousand dollar prize pool. <laughs> Would you believe? Jesus! Now tell us a little bit about DreamHack because for a lot of our listeners, this is probably the first they've ever heard of that event. Yes. Yeah, so. DreamHack is a, a, a gaming paradise. If whether you're into esports or not, you go there, you can bring your computer, you can rig up in a room full of, you know, tens of thousands of people and play games for three days straight if you like. Um, but it's become a, over in, in the last maybe four or five years, it's become a real staple for global esports. So a lot of developers or leagues will, will wait for the next DreamHack to come along and do their world finals there. Uh, which is exactly what the the folks at High Res Studios have done this time around. They've got they've got their uh, Smite World Finals and their Paladins World Finals. So a lot of people would probably recognise uh, the word Smite. Um, a lot of Overwatch players out there would recognise the word Paladins because they it's probably something they like me. You know, stood in front of the the two of them at JB Hi-Fi and and walked out with with maybe Overwatch. Um, but, mate, Paladins is really, really starting to take off as a genuine worldwide esports contender. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's uh, Paladins is one of those titles where you'd only really know about it or heard about it if you've been in it. If you're outside of it, you may not have heard of it. 
Uh, believe it or not, although people row them uh, side by side with Overwatch and Paladins, they are entirely separate games once you kind of get down to the detail of mm. it. Um, but yes, the, as an eSport, Paladins is, is really grown. They've got a global series that invites over 12 different gaming regions to come and compete for prize wins. Uh, and also they've got the Paladins Premiership League, which invites the best teams from Europe and North America to play. So, I mean, it's, it's happening. It's happening all year round. Um, and it's really exciting. Mate, um, I saw... Uh, first, actually, before I get to what I'm about to say, um, can you tell us a little bit about the... Paladin's team that is currently competing at DreamHack because they're achieving some incredible things at the moment. The the Kanga Paladin's team? Yes, that's, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So it, an interesting one. This so uh, there's there's eight spots uh, up for grabs in the Paladin World Championship uh, that is about to take place this weekend, and two of those spots were already taken by massive. Sorry, four of those spots were already taken by big international teams only leaving four places uh, left for the global series, the, the other countries around the world. Now, amongst 12 teams, 12 global series teams from different places around the world, from uh, Australia to Latin America to China, these teams, these best paladin teams for their regions, flew over to Alpharetta uh, in the US to compete in what's called the placement stage, where they go through a vigorous uh, upper-lower bracket in order to qualify for one of those four positions. And Kanga Esports, Australia's very own Kanga Esports, uh, qualified for one of those four spots. So now they're on the way to DreamHack, which is exciting, not only for us at Kanga Esports, but for Australian Esports. Uh, absolutely it is. And did you notice when um, they qualified, and I'm, I'm assuming this is the first time they have ever actually qualified for one of those eight spots for DreamHack, because it certainly seemed special when it happened. Um, but did you guys notice uh, like a a massive uh, acknowledgement in terms of um, the world esports scene taking a, a closer look at Kanga Esports? Well, Kanga Esports in Paladins for the last few years has always been respected by uh, other Paladins organisations and teams and even the developers for, for a long time now. And everyone knew that Kanga was going to do well this time around. Um, the boys themselves even went into the placement rounds absolutely confident in their ability to play professionally against some of the world's best teams. So uh, it's almost like an expected underdog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Contradicts and, itself. And we love an underdog in this country, don't we? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? These, these, these guys are going into it, uh, are going up against teams that are on high salaries. Mm. They're, they're going up, they're defeating, they're, they're absolutely stomping players that are on salaries over in Europe and North America. And as you know, in the Australian esports scene, I mean, these guys are doing it out of passion. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's what's, that's what's driving these boys at the moment. So to go over and to beat some of the world's best in order to qualify for DreamHack is just a, it's a great story. The top eight actually haven't started competing just yet. That takes place this weekend. That takes place this weekend. So the placement, the placement rounds in order for the last four of the top eight to qualify, that's already happened. Far out. It, it, I know, it's a little different. So it's like 12 teams go into a tournament to compete for four spots to meet the four best teams in the world to make up another group of eight that play at DreamHack. Um, have, you spoken to, <laughs> have you spoken to any of the guys that are over at, at DreamHack at the moment in the, in the last couple of days? How are they feeling? 
Yes, I've I've recently spoken to the team captain and Kanga Esports CEO Hades, and they are confident. They are absolutely confident. So they're they're going to be going into the quarterfinals versus North America's number one seed, Team Envy, and they are tough. I have been keeping a close eye on that team throughout the year. They are absolutely absolutely amazing. They know exactly what they're doing when it comes to Paladins, but lucky for Australia, so do Kanga Esports. So I'm confident that they will do extremely well when it comes to the quarterfinals bracket. And is it just a knockout series throughout this bracket as well? Like if you is it is it initially points to get through to the semis or is it just if you don't win your game you're out? If yeah, it is a knockout bracket. So if they do uh lose to uh team envy then unfortunately they'll be out of the event but the fact that they qualified for it is the real story oh it is and it it is a spectacular thing and look by by no means um do i uh belittle that message because i mean far out anybody who knows anything about australian esports to have a team qualify for from australia against the best considering what they go through and the passion that you were talking about, you know, versus the highest paid teams in the world that have these massive gaming houses and huge corporate sponsors and a lot of money behind them. It is an extraordinary achievement by Kanga. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, the lineup that we've had at the moment is probably the best uh, Paladin squad uh, lineup I've seen out of Kanga. Uh, it, it is just so strong. The boys know exactly what they're doing. They're absolute professionals at their craft. It's going to be a real exciting tournament this weekend, and I hope they push it to the very limit, like well, right to the end. Well, uh, we're looking forward to seeing how it all comes together. If there is anybody who actually wants to keep across it this weekend or even have an opportunity to watch the action, where can they go and do that? So, yeah, anyone who wants to watch the Paladins guys in action, you can jump onto Mixer, and on Mixer, you can go to Paladins Game, and there they stream it in beautiful quality, all the action from DreamHack across both the Paladins and Smite competitions. After this, after all is said and done this weekend and the boys come home, what's next on the agenda for them? They'll go back to the Global Series uh, here in Australia. They'll continue to be the best team in the Australian or the Oceanic uh, Global Series and uh, move forward to a prosperous 2019. Looking forward to seeing it, mate. Justin Vingerhoots is the lead producer of Arena Esports and also from Kanga as well. We really appreciate your time today, mate. And uh, please pass on our very best to all of the boys at Kanga representing Australia in the Paladins at DreamHack this weekend. We can't wait to hear how it goes. Brilliant. Thank you so much. Thank you very much for having me.